common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. <laughs> All right. That's a good Let's, way to say uh, it. Who do we have on? We've got Dan Henninger now, who is with the Wall Street <laughs> Journal. And Dan, uh, first we'll get, I know I want to talk with you about Supreme Court, but your reaction to this news that now they're saying, well, maybe it was a little closer to the situation room, the cocaine. It's like, what was the game clue, you guys, where it's like, uh, Mr. Green in the billiard room with a candlestick. We're like inching closer. Yeah, well, it's just so typical of this White House. Anytime the press sits there and tries to ask them a question about anything, Karine Saint-Pierre just sort of evades it. And I mean, she gives no information whatsoever. Uh, Why can't they just, like you suggested, they must have a videotape. There's got to be a recording of the individual who is doing this. Uh, Why just keep it hanging out there uh, with people surmising that it's Hunter Biden? If it's Hunter, uh, it is what it is, as John was suggesting. It's a tragedy, but it's also going to be a huge legal and political, would be a huge political problem for the president. But um, they aren't going to be able to hide from it. Get it behind them. Dan, it's uh, it's Richard Weinberg. Welcome back. I want to ask you about your column today in, in the Wall Street Journal about the attack by certain fringe groups in the Democratic Party attacking the integrity of the Supreme Court as an institution. What are your thoughts on that? Well, my, my thought is that uh, they are clearly trying to delegitimize the uh, Supreme Court, the Roberts Court, because it's not going their way. Uh, you know, it, it's fascinating that the, the, the complaints by the progressives uh, in Congress, uh, whether it's Senator Merkley, uh, Senator Markey has a bill in to pack the court, expand it to 13 seats, uh, Ro Khanna wants to put term limits on the judges. Uh, they're upset because the, this court isn't ruling the way they would like it. And they're also upset because Congress, the legislature, and indeed legislatures around the country, are unwilling to pass the progressive agenda. So what's their solution? A, it's to have a president like Joe Biden issuing executive orders like the student loan debt relief, which the court, Supreme Court, just found an unconstitutional exercise of executive power, saying that is the sort of money that needs to be appropriated by Congress. So now they're going to attack the Supreme Court and try to reshape it to essentially uh, put in place progressive policies that they can't get through the political system. It's really a a pretty disgraceful reorganizing of uh, the structure of American government. Dan Ed Cox here. Are they trying to intimidate the Supreme Court by these attacks and push it like FDR, frankly, did and changed it? You know, stitch in time saves nine and they uh, actually had an impact. Is that what they're trying to do? Well, they clearly are trying to intimidate the court. I mean, those those parades and marches out in front of the justices' houses that went on for months and months, that was just awful. Against the law, they were. (laughs) Against the law, and uh, Justice Alito has uh, said that he has to travel with security now. And, uh, you know, the piece that Justice Alito wrote for us at Wall Street Journal editorial page, uh, his response to the ProPublica article, uh, shows to me at least that uh, these justices are not going to be intimidated. And in fact, I should point out to you guys that at the end of the um, decision about the uh, debt forgiveness, Justice Roberts specifically raises 
this attempt to delegitimize the court and uh, even calls out some of his colleagues uh, for trying to call into question the court's integrity and uh, legitimacy. So, Which colleagues did that? Uh, huh? Which colleague did that? The group of three. Tell us the Sotomayor. group of three. Yeah, the American people should know. Who are they? Sotomayor, Kagan, and uh, Brown Jackson. Well, Justice Sotomayor raises a question, I believe, in the Harvard uh, dissent of uh, whether the, the court was putting its credibility on the line. Uh, in my mind, that's, that sort of thing is unprecedented. You know, you can agree or disagree. You win some Supreme Court decisions, you lose some. But I've never heard of Supreme Court justices themselves raising the question of the court's uh, legitimacy or credibility. I think the conservative majority is going to stick because they're stripping the, the recent decisions going way back, back to William O. Douglas's right to privacy, which was created out of numbers and emanations. And it was pure non-constitutional laws, pure policy. Yeah, the penumbras and emanations for sure. And uh, that is one of the uh, good things about the cases that have come down in the past week or two is that the court has been so clear. That was what we're looking for from the Supreme Court is clarity. And they gave that on college admissions. They gave it that on uh, Biden's use of executive uh, power in the student loans. And uh, indeed, in that creative 303 decision on Colorado, that an individual does have a right to their opinions, no matter how far they are towards uh, uh, popular opinion. And then the, the polls show that the public supports those positions. That, that Not that that's important. I mean, they're deciding under the Constitution as a matter of law, but basically the public polls show they're supportive of those decisions. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, it, you, make, you mentioned intimidation. In, in terms of the general American political culture, there obviously has been an effort by the left, helped by the media to intimidate people on a lot of these subjects. You're supposed to shut up and keep your head down and not say anything. Avert your eyes. What the court is saying that everyone is entitled to their opinion. They should not be cowed into uh, stepping back. And uh, that that is just something that really, really needed to be said in American politics and legal life. And uh, it was uh, a very happy day last week when, when the Supreme Court did exactly that. Daniel, one last question. John Katsimatidis here. Yeah. Uh, we had a colleague uh, went on the radio and says, only 18% of the uh, American people su- support the Supreme Court decisions. Uh, you're a professional. You know uh, the Supreme Court better than anyone. What do you think the overall uh, number is, uh, uh, overall country? And then I'll ask uh, Judge uh, uh, Weinberg, and I'll ask uh, Ed Cox, and I'll ask uh, Governor Patterson. Well, a couple of quick things from my end on that. Uh, certainly the attacks on the court uh, at least have driven down their numbers in opinion polls. They always have, the, the belief in the court has always been historically high, and that can have that effect. But I'm going to quote someone, you can find it kind of astonishing, ask whether he we would should expand the seats on the court Joe Biden in the last week said, no, he did not think so, because he said that would lead to the hyper-politicalization of the court and there would be no turning back. That was Joe Biden speaking for himself, finally, not for his staff, not for the progressives on Capitol Hill. And let's admit, 
President Biden on that one had it exactly right. Yes. Uh, Judge Weinberg, well, so what's your, is it 50-50, 40-60, 60-40? What what do you think the number is? Daniel, what do you think? Oh, I think uh, it's probably, uh, I would say it's a, a, a good majority of the American people agree with with the Supreme Court on most issues. They clearly disagreed them with them on the Dobbs issue. That was the abortion issue. But I think on uh, free speech, freedom of religion uh, and such, uh, using race as a criteria and admissions to college education, I would think a clear majority of the public agrees with the Supreme Court. Judge Weinberg? I, I agree with Dan. I think that's absolutely right. Basically, a majority? I think a clear majority supports Ed Cox, the Even with overruling of affirmative action in universities, California voted against that a long time ago. Uh, clearly, the public opinion is supporting the Supreme Court on all these issues. Uh, Governor Patterson? I was afraid after the 2020 election that the three justices appointed by President Trump we're going to support uh, the actions by his campaign to overthrow the election when they did not. And they voted nine, nothing. And, and that would was not appreciated by a lot of Americans. I really came to the point of view that this particular court is voting what they think the law provides and what their conscience tells them to do. And if we get into this situation, because I remember 50 years ago, a, a little later than that, when Justice Marshall was, uh, appointed to the Supreme Court, he did have security because his life was threatened. So this has gone on back and forth. But I think for the overwhelming number of Americans, there are nine justices on the court. We trust them to make the decisions. And when we don't like the decisions, we either try to find legislation to change it or we just accept that that's going to be the law. Okay. What do you think, John? What do you think I personally? Think it, I think it's uh, a little bit above 50%. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Yeah, that's why I come out like fifty-five, forty. Yeah, right? yeah I'm you know, about fifty-five, forty-five. Well, if the, if the governor says that, I might switch my number then. Said <laughs> one of our colleagues said eighteen, and I just I said I called him out on it. I said I don't think any, anybody believes that. And, uh, yeah, I don't think so. I think the majority. What do you of think, Rita? I I actually think I think it's somewhere like fifty-five, forty-five. I yeah. actually do. I think yeah. so. I mean, the Supreme Court is a part of Washington. Yeah. I think people are down on Washington generally. But you take the issues one by one, and you're going to find the public yeah. is supporting them on their decisions. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Dan Henninger, thank you so much with The Wall Street Journal. You're terrific. Thanks for joining us, Dan. Thank you, Rita. Great to be with you guys. Thank you.